In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. It's where it takes place, so we're mad, show attention. Mobbing with the dog clown. Oh, wow, wow. Dropping the fucking tracks, it's making the subject just a moment. When I'm on the mic, it's like a cookie, they all grow. Try to get close, so you're bound to get smacked. My little homie Snoop Doggy Dog has got my back. Never let me slip, cause if I slip, then I'm slipping. But if I got my Nina, then you know I'm straight tripping. And I'm gonna continue to put the rap down, put the Mac down. And if your woman wanna trip, I have to put the smack down. Yeah, 
I told you I'm just like a clock when I tick and dot dot. But I'm never off on the zone till the break of dawn. See you when we see you in the city. They call me Long Beach. Putting straight together like my homie DOC. No one can do it better like this, that, and this, and a. It's like that, and like this, and like that, and a. It's like this, and we ain't got no love for this. So just chill till the next episode. Folks, welcome to an all-new So Bad It's Good pop culture roundup with the one and only Sophie Ross. This is the start of your week. It's the start of our week over here at So Bad It's Good. How the heck are we? Are we all staying alive out there? I sure hope we are. That's not too heavy-handed, is it? (laughs) If you are joining us for the first time, where have you been? We've been waiting for you. Now we can finally start. It's been it's been a lonely couple of years, but now that you're here, we can really kick it into high gear. Um, no, if you are here for the first time, though, just remember there are timestamps. I usually do a little bit of a monologue in the beginning. <laughs> That's supposed to be five minutes. Usually lasts around thirty, but you can. There's timestamps, so you can skip right to Sophie. Sophie, I got to tell you, we recorded this right after the um, the the uh, her team, the Bengals, lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. And but actually, we did end up having a really good time. I thought it was going to be a real bummer. Um, So we're going to save the bummer part for this portion of the show and the Sophie part. are actually really fun. We talk a lot about housewives. We talk about the fashion shows from last week. We uh, do a little bit about Blue Ivy and Beyonce. We talk about Anna Delvey. We talk about uh, Succession and Yellow Jackets and all the good TV that's on right now. Oh, you guys, I talk about this a little bit with Sophie, but I... I had a weekend of TV. In fact, I'm just coming off watching television right now. <clears throat> there, guys, we I, I say this, we got to stop it. And I'm talking to you, the TV makers. You got to stop making good TV because it turns out everything is good now. There's not, <laughs> there's something, I mean, there's a, there's a little piece of good in everything, right? Including people, but I'm mainly talking about television shows and Everything. We had a new 90-day fiancé start tonight, 90-day the other way. And we don't really cover TLC shows here. I love Reality Gaze and Pink Shade. Those are podcasts that handle that. But one of these days, I'm just going to cover uh, – I'm just going to cover one of these shows because it's so insane. And it's like when they start off a new season of one of these 90 days, you're kind of like praying that they get like an all smart cast where they're all like, wait a sec, I probably shouldn't move overseas or that guy's just using me to get a green card. And you guys, it never happens. There's always new dumb people to make reality shows out of or or even worse, there'll be one really dumb one and then one smart one or one smart one that's really in love with the person and the other person is like being totally used by the other. 
it's it's heartbreaking if it wasn't so funny. Like, but this, they're even breaking about. There's a lesbian couple, this one. There's a trans man um that that's in love. Like, there's so many different and then there's this one. This this uh lady just doesn't like being in New York anymore. And so she went down uh in the Dominican Republic for vacation, met this hot dude. I mean, just, you know, has the abs, the whole thing. By the way, that's my qualifier for hot dude. Got the abs. And um, and she, like, he wants to go, like, he said, you know, my dream is to go to the United States to live in New York. You know, that's the dream. Dominican Republic, he said, you know, this isn't, I don't want to be here. And he doesn't even speak English, you guys. And she, um, she decides that they got married. They'd only, you know, hung out a bit. Got married and she went back to New York and she's finally moving to the Dominican Republic. He thinks she's moving there and they're going to be there for like less than a year and then they're moving back to the United States and he's going to get to be there for the first time. And she's there's always a secret with these shows like what he doesn't know. They do this with all these shows. Love after lockup. It's always like there's a secret on top of how horrible things are already. Like what she doesn't know is I have 80 kids already. So this girl is like what he doesn't know is that I don't ever want to go back to New York. I want to live the rest of my life in the Dominican Republic. So we see in this 90 day at the very end there in the car. He's picking her up from the aeropuerto and. And, he, and she's like, she's like, can speak fluent. And she's like, uh, yo, um, uh, I, I don't want, we're never going back to New York. I want to stay here for the rest of my life. And he's like, what? Like, you can just tell. I mean, and listen, bad on him already because he's just flat up using her to get to the United States. So, yeah, that's already bad. But, like, you can tell this guy's already crushed. It's not going to end well. Like, none of these things are going to end well. You know, like, could you, and, and, and these the friends, you guys, and you don't, if you don't watch the show, it's fine. I'm just going to explain a, a normal concept that you'll totally get. The friends of these people that decide to throw everything in their lives away to go overseas or bring somebody over here, these friends always look like they got hit by a, like a two by four because, like, it's the moment where you watch them go, like, holy shit. My friend's a full-blown idiot. Like, there's parents, there's friends, and it's always the same, like, befuddled look of, like, when did you get so stupid? And they realize cameras are on them, so they're trying to be, like, gentle with, with their disapproval. They're like, uh, hey, hey, bud, um, you feeling okay? <laughs> Anyways, I really, uh, I think... Let's see. I think you should just, you know, go on a quick vacation and then just come back. I think it's, and it's, it's, I have to imagine it's, it's, it's just bad. There's, there's nothing good I can say. And it's, I think that's the, almost the enjoyment of watching it is that, I mean, it definitely is escapism television because you your life doesn't look that bad in comparison. But at the same time, what it all boils down to is what we all want, right? We want love. We want acceptance. We want, um, you know, it's like these really noble ideas. And these ideas are kind of pumped into us through movies and television of like these big romantic gestures like sleepless in Seattle or, you, you know, like meet me on the top of the Empire State Building and all of these big grand gestures. So they think they're living out their own version of the movie. It's just that like usually it's like Big Ed from, you know, 90 Day that he barely has a neck. You know, he's like a squashed up Randall Emmett in a way. And this guy still is abusing women like this guy. I mean, it's why anyways. 
but they think they're going for these really noble things. And it's like, you know, you realize how much love means to us and just being accepted by somebody else. And you would say, hey, Ryan, why couldn't they be accepted in America? And I'm like, I don't know. That's what it's like when they're like, no, I had more luck on a, a website overseas. I, And the thing is, it's like this isn't the, – these shows shouldn't even be a surprise to the people that sign up to do them. There's now been – 80 billion seasons of 90 Day Fiance, where they could watch even one season and go, hey, you know what? It doesn't look like this works out for anyone. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's like a handful of couples that do work out, like D David and Annie, or, you know, and it's like, well, okay, fine. Like, what are you going to get your own spinoff? I'm telling you guys, TLC pays dick. They don't make a lot of money. Like, that's same thing with Sister Wives, Cody and those, like, they even took a pay cut. And now they're screwed because this past season of Sister Wives was like one of the biggest hits for Sister Wives ever. And they're all making half the money of what they used to make. Man, could you imagine that? Being, being first off, being one of those ladies married to Cody. Well, most of them aren't married anymore. And then realizing you have to split your pay five ways and you're getting half of what you got. It's too much. A lot of them are doing like MLMs, like multi-level marketing and stuff. It's wild. Anywho, I'm just saying this 90 day fiance. And the thing is the 90, like there's so many iterations, like 90 day fiance, the other way, 90 day UK, 90 day Caribbean, 90 day, just regular 90 day fiance, which is like cloak Coke classic. And that there's too many 90 day fiances. And these things, I was talking to Sandra and Medica over text earlier, and we were talking about, well, Sandra was making the point, and it's like these two hour shows, at least Bravo has the decency to fuck you in an hour. Like they're like, we'll, we'll ruin your life in one hour. But 90 Day Fiance, they, they have you on the line for two hours. You're watching two hours. And then they, they lit, and they're so smart is that they'll just give like GoPros to like these like Colty and all these 90 day like whack packers. And they'll give them like a GoPro and be like, just film something. And that'll be a TV show. Like, I, sw I swear to God, I think I watched like a 30 minute episode of just a pimple the other day. I'm like, I was fascinated. I was like, wow, this has to be really cheap to make. You're literally just pointing a camera at somebody's pimple. And it was gripping television. Um, so none of these people are getting rich. I just, it makes me so sad. But at the same time, it kind of makes me happy because I realize I have the freedom of never being on 90 Day Fiance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bravo is aspirational a little bit, even though it's, you know, we all agree that it's kind of wacky. We don't want to wind up on Bravo. We want to watch Bravo. We don't want to wind up on it. But then if you compare Bravo to TLC, like TLC is like, oh, shit, like some I did something painfully wrong, woefully wrong in my life if I wind up anywhere on 90 Day Fiance. In fact, if I was one of the friends of the people that wanted to go overseas or bring somebody over and they, you know, the, the friend didn't, I was the friend that knew that like, holy shit, like that person doesn't love my friend. I would ask for my face to be blurred. I would be one of those blurred faces where we, and I would ask them to manipulate my voice. I'd be like, I don't think you should go over there, Sean. That would be dumb. <laughs> Anyways, new season of 90 Day Fiance the other way aired tonight. Oh my god, we really just went into a rant already. I was I was I was ready to talk to you guys. I got to tell you. Um first off, if you like this show and why wouldn't you? Uh leave it 5 stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I got to say we are I'm so proud of us 
Like we've been doing this now for a couple of years and look how far we've grown. Um, we really have, I'm not even joking. I'm not being a smart ass. Like this is really cool. Like we get bigger and bigger and it's like on such a, a grassroots level in a way like this is, uh, this is just really cool. So thank you for being here. Um, and, and I don't care if you listen to one show, two shows, or even the five shows that I do a week. And, and, and maybe if you like it even more, you can throw five bucks and join Patreon, and you have more episodes over there. In fact, I'm recording a Q&A episode after this, which actually there's a lot of personal questions in there. So if you ever want to know personal things, go on over to the Patreon. We even get more personal over there, if you can believe that. It's just me showing my nips, <laughs> my nips, my nips. Um, but anyways, I was just saying thank you. I'm very lucky. I know how many podcasts are out there. I know how many things are in competitions for your ears. So thank you for being here at any point this week. But I got to say, we I put as much effort into this show as I do to any of the shows during the week. And I'm really, really proud of this. There's not a thing. There's not a lot of things that I'm proud of in my life. This I am. I'm not ashamed. I mean, well, I'm ashamed of certain things, but more importantly, I'm just really proud of this. Um, so yeah, leave it a five-star review. Also, uh, Patreon, like I said. And then finally, remember, February 9th, Thursday, February 9th, we are doing the Vanderpump Rules Season 10 premiere party online. You can watch it from the comfort of your home. I got so many messages this week from friends saying, I got tickets, me and my girlfriend are watch it, or me and my... And I was like, that's it, man. Like, it's a little party. We're going to have Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox, uh, at uh, the Talk of Shame, Kiki Monique. We're going to have the So Bad It's Good family. We might even have my family. And there's a couple special surprises. There might be a giveaway or two. But we're going to try to have as much fun as humanly possible in the time allotted. And you guys, the tickets are only 10 bucks. Uh, you go to moment.co slash S-B-I-G. And it's $10. If you're in Patreon, if you're a Patreon member, you get half off and it's only $5. And I said, please make it as cheap as possible. And if you look at other shows moment are doing, I am literally, I think the cheapest. And I, I asked for it to be that way because I just want to have fun with you guys and have a great turnout and just have a blast. Um, so go sign up for that today or this week. Also, remember, if you can't join us live on Thursday, um, you have two weeks when you sign up, uh, two weeks from the day that it airs to watch it. So you don't have to watch it live, even though I would love it because there'll be a chat session, a chat session, a chat session uh, on the show. Um, but you'll be able to watch it for two weeks after that as well. And you can just... You can just go over my performance. You can say, this is where Ryan did great. This is where <laughs> you can grade me. Don't, no, don't grade me. I take that back. Um, okay. And a couple, uh, and this is, listen, I, I always say this. This is my diary as well as a podcast. Uh, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about certain things that are happening in my life. I do keep some things private. I do keep some things for myself, believe it or not. I swear to God, um, some things I really, really cherish that I keep private. But I will say, um, I will say, you know, uh, I, you know, we lost a, a great man this weekend. Um, one of my best friends, dad passed away and, and I was, I am close to his family uh, and actually his and her family. Cause I'm, I'm really good friends with his sister, the whole family as well. And I, I'm not going to 
I don't think I, uh, I'm not going to say names on here, but uh, it's just it, it, it's just uh, sometimes like I mean our team. I, I talk about our, us as a team. Our team has taken some heavy hits this year and this past year, and we gotta we gotta stay strong. We got to uh, fight the good fight. We got to find ways to and find reasons to get up every day. But uh, you know, uh, you know, life just uh, life just isn't <clears throat> isn't fair sometimes, and we all know that. That's why we do these shows like this, where we can be wildly goofy and try to 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 laugh together. But we also got to accept these other things, the uh, shitty part of life. Um. And to say the shitty part of life, you have to accept that actually life is pretty cool to uh, to agree that there can be shitty parts of it. And and I still have to, I do remind myself because it is true that life is pretty, pretty great sometimes, but it's really hard to understand and make sense of some of the things that uh, that happen. And the, the greatest compliment I can give uh Steve, who passed away, is that he raised two of the finest humans I know, um, his daughter and his son, who I, I'm very close to and have been for, God, 20 years, man, a long time now, no, even a lot more than 20 years, uh, two of the finest, most open, most encouraging, most supportive friends that I have in my life. It has been truly an honor to watch both of my friends get married. I was, I, I was an officiant, officiant at one and Steve said I did a good job. So, and I, by the way, I took that, that when, when, when Steve gave you a compliment, you took that, you took it and ran cause he was a, a real brilliant man. And, uh, and it's one of those things cause you, you just, you, you know, that thing in life where you, you know, there's explanations for things, you know, like, you, I mean, I know why this happened to him and I know why, you know, but in the greater sense of like why things happen, you know, it's hard because you just can't make sense of something and you want to be able to be like, oh, well, this is the reason to, and none of that shit works when it comes to, to uh, death, you know, like none of it, none of that stuff adds up. So it's like this weird experience that humans go through the people that walk the earth after, you know, after so after you lose somebody is that uh you you it kind of it kind of alters you a bit. And you guys know what I'm talking about. But I wanted to say that because that happened on Friday and I've been thinking about it all weekend and and you know, I'd known for a bit, but I, uh, yeah, it was one of those things. And to, the, the, I, I, on my Instagram, I watched, like I said, I watched a lot of movies, a lot of TV this weekend. Um, and, in honor of Steve, we watched the last waltz, which is a beautiful concert film from the seventies directed by Martin Scorsese about the band entitled the band. And it was their last concert. Uh, it was 1977, uh, filmed on Thanksgiving in San Francisco. And it was their last show. The band had been a band, for I think they had been on the road like 17 years or something, and this was their last show. You had Levon Helm, Robbie Robertson, and they just, you probably know their song, The Weight, that was one of their biggest hits, but just amazing. And it's this beautiful, like, film, like, it's just shot on film, and look, and the guest stars in it, they brought out, like, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Neil Diamond, uh, you know, you had these amazing people. Neil Young, by the way, is amazing, and they're all, like, young. They're in the 70s. Neil Young looks like, he looks insane. Like, this, 
I always just, I was like, man, they must have just been like, is Neil going to freak out? Like, because he just attacks the mic in such a weird way. But he has, if if any of you guys have watched this, uh, The Last Waltz, when he comes out to do his song, he has like a huge Coke booger, um, you know, you know, you know, that substance Coke, like you can see, like I, me and my friends would watch this film like every year at Coachella, like the night before, just get us pumped up for live music. And uh, we were we were like, oh, I remember the first time we saw it. We we're like, is that a big Coke booger? And then you look it up online and everybody was like, yep, that's a Coke booger. And um, it's just it's really a cool snapshot. And it's uh, I don't know. So we that was. Steve's favorite film, uh, his son told me, and so we watched that on Friday night. And uh, so, yeah. And that leads into uh, a little update about my mom. And for those of you, I don't know, like, it's so weird because I talk a lot about things, but I don't know when people, if, you know, everybody doesn't listen to every show. So I, I imagine I put in little details, not by some grand design, but just what I'm in the mood to talk about. But my mom on Friday finished her second round of chemo. And I got to tell you, man, this, this, this woman is a beast. I don't mean that in a, you beast. I don't mean it like in a housewives way, but like, just what a strong, strong woman. Like still, I mean, going through chemo still finds time to chastise me about (laughs) still finds time to tell me what I'm not. To yell at me about my taxes. No, I'm no. I mean, truly amazing. And I just, uh, I think, I mean, God, I just am so impressed. And I know my dad, it's every, everybody's really coming together and it's been really awesome to see. I want to uh, really give a quick shout out to Juliana Carraza. You might know her. She took the Beverly Hills notes for all my Beverly Hills recaps. Awesome. And she's, she's a baddie. She's, she's been with us for a long time and she sent my mom this beautiful wig and I mean, just beautiful. And it, and it has like a hat attached to it. Like, uh, but it, it, like, it's like a knit hat and it looks just, and it looked gorgeous on my mom. And you got to understand, like my mom, like, it's one of those things that I, I talk about in terms of, like, I've always been kind of weird looking. So like, as I get older, I get slightly better looking, but I've kind of, I've been used to not being amazing looking my entire life and stuff. So like, it sucks because I think we all want to be like beautiful or hot. Then my mom, like I, I think she has been just undeniably beautiful for for so long. And I was looking at pictures even from last January, which is wild. And you know the the steroid she's on because she has Cushing's disease on top of the adrenal cancer that is now spread, and it has made with the medicine and stuff like that. It's made her gain like sixty pounds, and she's just like like immediately, and she's just not used to it. Who would be right? And think about yourself as relatively skinny your entire life, and then all of a sudden putting on a good deal. And she's still, by the way, still. I'm not talking like gargantuan or anything like that, but like, um, whatever you're, but. It, for her, it is. And she even talks about like, she, I'm just not used to my center of gravity anymore. You know, like I have just like this belly in the face. And, and I thought, what a, I thought what a horrible, you know, on top of having cancer and on top of like to, to then throw that into the mix and to have somebody, uh, 
start to get used to looking a whole different way. And hopefully, you know, I don't know, there's going to be a lot of rounds of chemo. So we'll see. And usually chemo uh, makes you lose weight. But with the other steroid medication for the Cushing's disease, she, and hopefully, by the way, hopefully the weight that she's gained is maybe protecting her or giving, I don't know, you guys, but it breaks your heart when your mom says something like that, because you're like, you know, you want her to always feel uh, beautiful. And really, I think she, what a beautiful lady inside and out. But this, this uh, wig that Juliana sh- uh, sent over, my mom just loved it. And it really, because we, we got her a couple of wigs um, a little bit ago in pr- preparation of all of this. And those are great. But this one looks awesome. Like this one, I was like, wow, mom. like it was just, just luxurious. It's, I mean, it seems like real beautiful horse hair. Not like actual, I think that's what they actually but it looks like not the Erica Jane. Didn't you buy me Erica Jane's hair? Yeah, right. I got hair. No, this has seemed like actual quality hair, and and she looked great in it. I think she was truly shocked that uh, somebody affiliated with me <laughs> sent it to her. So, Juliana, thank you so much. Also, you guys, this is we've talked last week about. Um, I got myself on Amazon, like these like $8 necklace uh, strings, you know, you see them a lot of old people, but like I've been losing my glasses everywhere and I don't waste contacts on me podcasting anymore. So I'll just wear glasses, but then I'll misplace them. So I was like, you know, I need one of those. And I was like, you know, that thing that my every grandma wears or grandpa, that thing. And they're like, yeah, the, the neck, the glass neck. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I got, I got them. And I tell you, I'm wearing them around my neck right now. And they're amazing. I've not lost my glasses at all. And I'm like, you know what? If this is what it means, like, this is actually a good thing about getting older. Like things like this, this actually helps me. All the rest about getting older sucks. But this, these necklaces on my glasses, awesome. But anyways, Juliana, so my mom was like, oh, just send me this, you know, this most beautiful wig and, and, uh, these really fancy, uh, necklace holders for my glasses. And I was like, wait, wait, no, I was like, wait a sec. Whoa, 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 mom, mom. I was like, those are for me. And she's like, no, Ryan, they're for me. I'm older. And I was like, no, mom, they're for me. (laughs) And Julia, they are for me. But the, 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 I think the true shock in my mom of like, wait a sec. You're getting to the age where you need a necklace on your glasses. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that is enough of the uh, the sharing of the personal familial things. Uh, you guys. Oh, wait a sec. I do. Uh, yeah, uh, I do want to say one other thing is that. We're friends. We can talk about tough stuff, right? I do. I would be uh, remiss if I did not uh, just bring up. We've talked about the state of the world a, a lot on this show, and the stuff that that uh, happened in Memphis in the last month. And 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 if you guys saw the uh, the police cam footage, and I know this makes every young, everybody uncomfortable. I know it makes everybody scared to talk about this stuff, and I know it makes really people angry. And people have some really interesting reactions when people try to talk about this stuff. But I will say, after watching the horrific footage, uh, nobody deserves to be treated like that. I, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's just it's just very, v- very horrible. There's it's stuff that I I can't really even uh, put into words because you just 
like I was saying, with death, or even you know, it's like so hard to comprehend, and it's so hard to make sense of why these things happen to these people, and then to have video footage of this is just so heartbreaking. Um, you know, his name was Tyree Nichols, um, and I do want to let you know there is a GoFundMe uh, for his family, GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash T Y R E hyphen n-i-c-h-o-l-s times are tough but if you do have anything extra um this month uh consider it uh it's horrific and i'm sure more and more information will come out but just the severity of what happened to him uh i don't know if there will ever be a reason for uh and i'm trying to be as gentle as possible with this um but uh i think we can all agree that this was way too far. I mean, just beyond the pale. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that I'm not ignorant of world events. I just choose on this show usually to try to have a more humorous bent just because even of things going on in my life, this is kind of my escape. And hopefully it's some of your escapes as well. But I'm not ignorant to things. And if you've listened to the show from the beginning, you very much know that. Uh, but also funerals are very expensive. And so Listen, I'm going to donate and uh, maybe you guys would consider it as well. Um, Okay, let's do a couple more silly things as we leave that for a second, even though it's always with us. Um, I want to tell you about the other things that I watched this weekend. Uh, The Last Waltz, sure, but I watched You People on Netflix, which is Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, David Duchovny. Had an insanely good cast. Really, this kind of film, it's like a a remake of Who's Coming to Dinner. Um, If you guys remember that classic chestnut with Catherine Hepburn, I don't think a lot of you will. Spencer Tracy. Um, But it's basically this. They kind of turn it on its ear, the concept of it. And Jonah Hill, a Jewish man, falls in love with an African-American woman. And he has to meet her family who, uh, you know, the, the patriarch is Eddie Murphy. And he does not like Jonah Hill. And it sets off, I thought, in a, you know, I just like Jonah Hill. I just, and by the way, the way, I never thought I would say, I want to dress like Jonah Hill, but I want to dress like Jonah Hill. I, everything this character wore in the movie, I was like, this is how I would dress if I had real money. Like, when is Old Navy going to get fancy streetwear like this? Like, I was, everything, I was just like, wow. No, the movie, of course, makes all these um tries to point out all these things about race and and race in America and all of these really hot button issues. And it doesn't really succeed in that sense. Like, I think the audience is sophisticated enough to kind of realize what they're going for. And, and you know, uh, but it's so much to ask of this movie and it doesn't quite land. Um, having said that though, there are some great moments with Eddie Murphy. There are some real good laughs in there. Um, but you know, and I I appreciated the attempt. I wanted to, I I wish it could have like just knocked it out of the park. It didn't, but there were still some, some good moments and some really cringy moments. I don't know if you guys thought the same or what you thought about that. Also then, I did not count on watching this, but I watched shotgun wedding on Amazon prime with Jennifer Lopez. Now this was a true shit shit. This was a so bad it's good movie. I mean, it was just 
this Jennifer Lopez, she loves to overact around a wedding premise. She, the, I mean, the amount of faces she was making this and the tone is like it can't decide if it wants to be this quirky comedy or a violent action film or and I think that was probably what they were trying to like, oh, it'll be really cool if we blend all these genres. But then it just doesn't work. And no offense to Josh Duhamel, but it just, or however you say his name, uh, he's acceptable like he does he does he does the damn thing but he you know you could have made so many more funny moments if they had a really funny male lead and he's just a good male lead he's not particularly funny and lenny this lenny i don't know i talk more about it with sophie i watched that and then tonight you guys have you are you watching the last of us on hbo max it's kind of like The Walking Dead. The first scene just, I mean, the first two scenes just knocked me on my ass, knocked me on my cold mining ass. Um, but it was, I watched the first episode, three episodes are out right now. And I'm like, damn, this is what I said at the beginning. I'm like, you got to start, start making shows bad again. So it's obvious not to watch them. Like, right. It's not too much to ask. Oh, also I watched Love After Lockup on Friday on WeTV. This love after lockup, you guys, I am addicted to this season. Talk about 90. And if you, okay, so I said, you know, the, the Bravo compared to 90 Day Fiance looks, I mean, just looks so classy. Uh, but then if you kick it down to WeTV, then it makes 90 Day Fiance look classy. <laughs> you want to you want to watch a show that makes the 90 Day Fiance cast look cool? I recommend Love After Lockup. Uh, and I've talked about it a couple of times on this show, but it's legitimately just people that fall in love with prison or people have relationships with somebody outside of prison and they're getting out and the relationship flourishes or it doesn't. Most of the time it doesn't. But like literally the one the one couple's already almost is almost she's pregnant. He just got out a week ago and she's pregnant. My voice gets high. The one guy, he's like he's he's with this woman who is a full size well like he's a tiny dude and she's like a bigger woman nothing wrong there but like he has like this other girl we find out that he's messing around with and then i i bitched about this a couple of weeks ago they went out on their first night they went to this steak and lobster restaurant he's ordering everything champagne she's footing the bill it was like 600 bucks she it, it's just just but I am so into this season. It is trash TV at its finest. It's like one of those shows where you're like, oh my God, I hope they don't exist, even though you know they really do exist. Like, that's what I think is truly astounding, is that these people really, really exist. Uh, also, we didn't get to talk about this in the show, but Mark Anthony, speaking of JLo, Mark Anthony, like, this is wild. He's almost like the Nick Cannon of, uh, of marriage. Cause this guy, this guy loves love. <laughs> this, this guy, he, uh, he, he got married again to Nadia Ferreira. But the confusing thing is you guys, I feel like I'm losing it. Didn't he just get married to somebody else two years ago? Anyways, it was star studded. Like, I feel like this guy, this fourth wedding and it says, Huge. They had David and Victoria Beckham, Salma Hayek, Lynn Manuel Miranda, and Louise Fonzi were some of the stars in attendance at Mark Anthony's weekend wedding in Miami. Oh my God, I wonder if Lenny Hochstein was there. That creepy Lenny. Um so he's 54, she's 23. So that's very similar in age. Um 
congrats, but I swear to God, you guys, I swear, I think I'm having deja vu or something because this guy just, I really feel like he just got married two years ago. That must not have worked out. Um, but dude, Mark Anthony seems to like weddings as much as Jennifer Lopez likes weddings. Wow. But also 23, how are you going to be 54 and marry a, I hate to be a fuddy-duddy, but how are you going to do that? Also, I want to talk about this. Um, <laughs> did you see this? Oprah Winfrey, by the way, turned 69 today on Sunday. 69. All right, Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Hot stuff. No, but she had these pictures with Kim Kardashian and Jennifer Lopez. And Kim Kardashian gave her a birthday shout out. was like, when Sharon Stone gave a speech, when Sharon Stone gave a speech at and said, you were the light of everybody's light. You are. You know, and I'm like, okay, Kim's just so excited to be around like reputable people. You can tell. Like, you can tell sometimes Kim still has the stink of not being famous on her. You know, she still seems like she's part of a Make-A-Wish Foundation at times. And I, dude, I would be the same way. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying you can tell when she gets around real reputable people. She's like, okay, don't blow it, Kim. You're around Oprah. Just talk about something cool. Talk about prison reform. You'll be, it'll be cool. But then there's these pictures, you guys, they got of this night. And it's like J-Lo and uh, Kim Kardashian talking. Oprah's like in the middle. They're at their seats for dinner. And Oprah's like scooched forward talking to somebody. And like JLo and Kim Kardashian are like leaning over, speaking to each other behind Oprah. And I just wonder if Oprah was like, just shut the fuck up. These two people in my ears, JLo and one and Kim K and the other. And uh, they, by the way, this wasn't, I thought it was Oprah's birthday party, but it wasn't. It was the birthday party. Somebody was explaining this to me and I don't, I got, I don't, you women in your ways, there's so much I don't know. It was this birthday party for like the queen of brows. <laughs> Her name is Anastasia Soar, S-O-A-R-E. Like there, the, the more I do this, the more I would think I would know everything. And there was a time where I did. And now there's like, thing, like who the F is this? Turns out she's like huge. It was like their 25th brand anniversary party on Saturday night that drew Kim Kardashian, Jennifer Lopez, Oprah, Sharon Stone, Sofia Vergara. And it's the popular brand Anastasia. I, guys, I have not heard of this at all. I have failed you all. Anyways, these Ladies all gathered around to take selfies of each other. Oh, also Heidi Klum. I am Heidi Klum. Priyanka Chopra, Cindy Crawford, Gail King, Alessandra Ambrosio, Jessica Alba, Rita Wilson, Lori Harvey, Maria Menounos, Ashley Tisdale, and many others. Man, a who's who. I think Kris Jenner was there as well. Man, I, anyways... I wanted to bring up, and I'm going to save this for Tuesday's episode. We got a full week of shows. I got. I'm trying to make these a little bit shorter, um, and I just like talking, and I like talking to you guys so much. And I just, so I got to stop this. But I want to. I want to read a listener email about Ozempic and the conversation I had last week. Uh, I also want to bring up uh, a little bit more about Ozempic in terms of. There's just a lot of stuff. I want to talk about Harry Styles ripping his pants at the show the other day, uh, at his concert. We did we see a little little Harry Styles? We'll talk about that on Tuesday. A lot of stuff. This conversation is continuous. I've got to remember that I don't have to make everyone three hour. I'm just I'm talking to myself right now, you guys. Anyways, let's get to the fun. 
Let's get to it. And remember, even some of the stuff we talked with Sophie, I'll probably get into a little bit more on Tuesday with some more details, especially with the Bravo stuff. But you guys, I want you to have the best week ever. We can do this. We can get through this week. I swear to God, I am here for you. Thank you for being there for me. Go sign up for my show, moment.co forward slash SBIG. And I cannot wait to continue the conversation on Tuesday. Here she is, the one, the only. And even though the Bengals lost last night, she's a winner, Miss Sophie Ross. You guys, welcome to an all new week. This is a pop culture roundup with uh, finally we got her back. We miss her like hell when she's gone. And listen, th- we've got to be gentle on Sophie today. I mean, even though she's tougher than most of us is because the Bengals just uh, the, the game just happened and she's doing this after the game. And unfortunately, they lost. And I was even watching the second, third and some of the fourth. But they got so anyway, Sophie Ross, I, let's just get into it. How are you? Um, how do you feel when something like this happens? Oh, I'm sad. Obviously it's disappointing. I'm excited to jump right into this. So I don't have to like process my emotions yet. Um, but yeah, I'm really burn sad. Kansas down, burn it down. But isn't it Kansas city? Like, isn't it Missouri though? Either I way, no man. Either way, fuck Kansas city. <laughs> and also, that was rigged and i'm not even trying to sound like a sore loser everyone on twitter is saying it that the refs were not making any calls against the chiefs and making bogus ones against the Bengals. either way though i'm not being a sore loser it was i'm very proud of this team um also ryan just said something hilarious he was like <laughs> we he was like the game was tied so i just like turned it off i was well, like wait when the game is no, tied, no 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 let let me explain. I want to say like, I can't handle that kind of stress. Like it's way like I, I was like, I don't know how you guys do it. In fact, all you sports fans, I would almost rather, you you know, they play the game. They don't let anybody watch. And then they just tell you afterwards if your team won or not. And that way you don't have to like, like want to shit yourself for like a full quarter of a game where I was sitting there and I'm invested in it just because I want Sophie to be happy. So I'm like sitting there going like, pull it out. <laughs> and then it was tied. And I'm like, they kept tying. And I was like, I can't do this to myself. I'm going to go crazy. And I turned on Real Housewives of Potomac, which was even worse. Cause then I had to hear Giselle talking about licking vagina. And I was like, no, never say that again, Giselle. So it was, a oh, God. um, yeah, it was definitely stressful. That's for sure. It was stressful. Well, all right. Well, Joe Burrow, oh, he looks God. like he's like 22 years old. The guy looks like he has 30 more seasons in the NFL ahead of him. And that Patrick Mahomes guy, I'm sorry. I know everybody likes him, but I don't like him. I'm just going to say it right now. I don't think that's a good guy. Because he looks, he, he looks bad. Like, I just, there's something about his look that is, it just seems evil. And the way he was, he was limping on one of those feet too, I noticed. And I was no, like, his you ankle, guys, sweep the leg. His ankle. No, he's. He's playing on a, he got a high ankle sprain like last weekend and he's like playing on it. Everyone was like, how are you like playing on that? That's like kind of like a semi-serious injury. Um, and he was like limping. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Andy Reid. I would like the Chiefs if they have, if they weren't like kind of our rival right now. Um, yeah. But his wife, Brittany Mahomes, people cannot stand her. And a lot of yeah. it is like, I, I think misogynistic, but she's also just very obnoxious. And then his brother also is Jackson Mahomes, the TikToker. 
He's been kind of quiet this oh. year, but those two, he's like attached to two really annoying people that people really don't like. Um, but generally, I think so I. Who do you root I, for I, now? Who do you root? A Chiefs or the Eagles? I, who do you root for? I'm. I guess I'm rooting for the Eagles because that's my boyfriend's team, and I was stressed about the Eagles and the Bengals playing each other. Deep down, I was like hoping that it would be the Bengals and the 49ers because I didn't want to have to deal with with that with playing yeah. each other in the Super Bowl. But now that the Bengals are out, I guess I'll root for the Eagles. I guess. Oh, sure. Well, I I'm just. I'm crushed. And this is why I'm not going to ever get into sports. It's too much. And by the way, we, but we do look at pop. We look at pop culture and housewives the same way we do as sports. Like I just said, I passionately hate that guy Mahomes. And I don't know that guy from Adam, but I'm the same way with housewives too, where I'll be like, I fucking hate that housewife. And I really like, like this season, I hate Heather gay. And uh, I, I, I hate her with a passion this season. Like it's, she it's why she really she sucks sucks. so bad. She sucks so bad. And I love how with all of this coming out about, um, about Rugget, about Rugget 4, Real Housewives of Ultimate oh. Girls Trip. <laughs> yeah, we'll four. get it. Rugget. 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 So everything coming Rugget. out about Rugget 4, it sounds so incredible that everyone has already forgotten that Rugget Season 3 filmed last summer and still hasn't aired. And it's because it's like, it's like Whitney and Heather. Leah McSweeney, Candace, fun to watch. Um, who else? It's but it, as soon as I saw Whitney and well, Heather, oh Giselle, as soon as I saw Whitney and Heather, I was like, I just don't care about watching Whitney and Heather. I don't. I really don't. I well, listen. I will say though, when I at BravoCon, they had a panel and they showed the preview. The preview actually looked good. And what fascinated me about it is that Whitney and Heather were like. They hate each other on that. They hated each other so much on that stage that day that I was like, wow, something really bad continues to happen in this. But I'm even talking about Salt Lake this week. That was such a mess of a reunion, mess of a season. And you let yeah. Jen, you guys let Jen, like you let Jen take away, like go with the season. Did you go to dear, deargen.com and put in your information to get the real true story of Jen Shaw? Absolutely not. Did you? Well, I signed you up. I signed all your email addresses up and I signed, I, signed, you I got your mom in on there. Yeah. My, <laughs> you, if you ask my mom for like my social security number, you could so be like, <laughs> I'm trying to send Sophie. I'm trying to wire Sophie some money or like say that you're doing something nice. She would give it to you. <laughs> well, who, what right mind does Jen Shaw think she should put out something where she collects anybody's information? I know that's an obvious joke, but like she did that an hour before the reunion aired. And I'm sorry. Like, I think Meredith and Heather look like dodo birds and all, you know, everybody has their favorites. Sure. But just look at the facts. Like nobody can agree that Heather was like such like, how do you, it's not even blind loyalty. It's at this point dumb. And that black eye, right. I mean, I don't like, would do you care? Do you have a shit about that black eye anymore? I actually am very angry about it. I'm angry about the fact that Heather was implying that she was assaulted, which is extremely, extremely serious. She knew what she was doing. And I know that there was that Bravo and Cocktails blind item that was like, Heather, it wasn't Heather's idea. It was the producers. It's like, she knew what she was doing, implying that she may have been assaulted. It's like, it's such bullshit. I'm pissed off that we were all strung along. And that we all got invested and it ended up being nothing. Like, that's so frustrating. Just everything yeah, that, about I mean, it was so obnoxious. 
it's self-producing at its worst. She thinks she's good at self-producing and it turns out she's horrible at it. But also they even mentioned that an internal review happened. And that really is true. People could lose their jobs because of that. So her and and the, the, the Mormon shame thing, I've heard a lot of comments that people are like, well, I understand that. I'm like, okay, I understand shame. I've been drunk many times in my life, but I'm sorry. You weren't ashamed of already like touching tatas with Jen Shaw on camera. So then all of a sudden you were shameful about the black eye, but you running around the house lit out of your flipping mind that was okay and you weren't ashamed of that but this part the black eye is the part that's too far it didn't make any sense to me exactly exactly <laughs> hey so if you it's live in so new york is there, is there any way you could get invited to one of these anna delvey soirees at her apartment she's been having people over and it's like a big scene over at her tiny little new york apartment i truly don't know like how to get on that list but i am desperate to be i'm desperate to be. <laughs> just it's for the like new, uh, purposes i know it's like the new like it girl studio like, 54 it's like yeah wait sophie say wait no this is actually true say you're writing an article and like she'll look you up and know you have credits and then like invite you over and you could write a piece for your Substack that could actually then get published by other things. Like it's a no brainer. And in fact, did you oh read God, that she, idea. it's a great idea. A production company, you guys, if you probably already read this, but they picked up the reality show idea where it's going to be people coming over to her apartment and having these kind of like, salons where conversation will be happening you know it's uh it sounds insane but she's having her like you see the wrist um the what is it the prison wrist uh the ankle thing the ankle bracelet that she has to wear uh while she's out of like on parole she's the wearing that monitor? in all the photos yeah, yeah the ankle monitor. Yeah, yeah. yeah the but like i know I it's think like kind of iconic but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, does she fail upwards? Do, do we scam upwards now? Is everybody just scam? Like, what is Jen Shaw going to host like a show in prison? Like, where does it end? Is Jen Shaw? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think with the Anna Delvey thing, it, it kind of is ironic that she was trying so hard to like fit in with like the upper crust, like socialite scene. And and she became a scammer because of it. And yeah. now and she's more known she, than she ever is. Exactly. It like worked for her. She got a Netflix TV show made about herself. Like it really worked for her with Jen Shaw. I don't know. I think that Jen Shaw will be a little bit limited being in prison for six and a half years. I think that, you know, yeah, that's a little so, limited. So, do you ever get on? I was I keep I was telling the audience I get in prison TikTok now and like they have every like it doesn't talk. look it doesn't look great like it doesn't look fancy at all but you can do whatever you like this guy was making some of the best breakfast burritos I've ever seen he had attached the grill to his light in his like he wired it so the grill like he had a heating grill where he was making breakfast burritos in his cell and they looked awesome Wait okay what I I have been I've came across prison talk, but my question is, are they allowed to have iPhones? No, but somebody must sneak them in because they're always TikTok. Where do they get exactly? How are they always TikToking? If I could have my phone in prison, that would Game not over. be that bad. Game no. over. Game over. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Plank, plank. No. Plank, plank. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jen, by the way, is going to love Jen is going to love the time away. She's not going to have to keep up with the Joneses. She's like, I just get to sit here. Like, are you kidding me? If I couldn't have my iPhone, that that would get dicey. Yeah, I think that in that scenario, I would be like, what do I do? What do I do with my hands? How do I keep myself occupied? If I am just laying on what do I I do with my hands? I'm just laying on like a cot on my phone all day. Like I can just do that. But I imagine I can like, do 10 you know, years. I could do 10 years. Easy. Like easy. It would go by so fast if you're just like scrolling. Yes. But, but screw money on my books. Put it onto like an Apple gift card or something. I could buy apps and stuff. Like you could play games. You could do, you could learn, Ooh. you could do that Duolingo and learn a language. There's so many cool things you can do on your phone that like everybody makes fun of you when you're on your phone too much, or, or at least in my life, they do. Like my parents will make fun of me. But if I was in prison, people would encourage me to be on my phone. i like, you have nothing else to do, brother. Hit it up. You can do HBO Max on there. Everything. Right. Oh my um, God. Exactly. I always say also, and I've definitely said this before on here that like house arrest does not sound bad to me. No. Oh, are you kidding me? I've been on house arrest for so like uh, imposed yeah. house arrest. Are you kidding? I know it's like, like voluntary house arrest is like my life already. By the way, if we ever do something really bad, I'm going to argue to the judge, like, is there a way we could do like retroaction where like I stayed in like the house for like the last three years, kind of, is there any way does that count towards it at all? Um, uh, I will actually really, really quick. I just wanted your opinion on this back to Salt Lake, but this goes for all housewives shows, including Potomac. Andy does this like thing where I'm getting annoyed at Bravo. Uh, I'm getting annoyed at Bravo for a lot of reasons right now, but this reason, like, why do we, the audience, like they're allowed to just lie uh, as much as they want. And then Andy, you'll be like, let's take a look at a clip. And the audience will see the clip of them like saying the thing that they said they never said. But contradicting matter that we but but also like I don't care if we see it, Andy, make them watch it. I want Andy to make them watch the clip in front of us. Like, cause why are they showing us? We like they they're are just allowed to lie. The, are you talking about so during like, the reunion? During the reunion, when when they're like, I, did you ever say this to Meredith? And she's like, I never did. And then we see a clip where she did. I always thought they were showing the clips to them. I no, also because was they like, never argue. I I was like half paying attention during the um, Salt Lake City reunion because I just like literally don't care. And it was so boring. Um, wait, so like, what did Meredith say that she didn't say? So like, Mer- like it was saying something, I think it was like, in, it was multiple times during it, but like one was about Lisa Barlow and the SEC filing and all that stuff. And Meredith kept saying like, I never said that. And then it would cut to a clip that we would watch, but she wouldn't watch it. And it was like, we already know Meredith's lying. The point is to get Meredith to say, well, yeah, now looking back, I realize I said that, but I didn't mean it. So we don't really even get this kind of explanation from Meredith. And that's why this season is so unsatisfying because there's never any kind of explanation for any of their behavior, not just Heather's black eye, the whole show. And then Jen Shaw right. picks up the fucking phone. They call Jen Shaw. Meredith's like, I'll call Jen right now. And Lisa's like, please do. And then they get Jen Shaw on the phone after she she wouldn't come. Like, I don't want to hear your voice. I need to know why, like, what does Jen Shaw now have on Meredith? And, like, I know Heather is just, like, blindly loyal, but, like, where did this Meredith loyalty come from? Like, I don't understand. 
I think she must be supplying fabric to like Brooks. I don't know. Like it, it makes no sense at all because Meredith used to like take glee in Jen Shaw's destruction. Remember in the bathtub last season when Mary yes. came in and she was ecstatic. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Nothing, nothing about this season made sense basically. No, that it's like David Lynch, like Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole. Do you think $721,000 is a lot of money for a year? Um, yeah, no, that's like think what I that? make in a month. That's what I make in a month. <laughs> well, that's what Coach Shaw makes as a coach. That's what Coach Shaw made as a coach last season. And that was with bonuses. Like, if you make that much money, like, really shame on you for ever stealing this. And also, Jen had been doing this right. for 10 years. Like, this wasn't something that just started when the show started. Okay, I'm too angry about this. Um, hey, I have a question. This Pete Davidson is now dating this Chase Suey, who is his co-star in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And like, I'm happy that they look happy. They're always like photograph kissing now and stuff. But are you kind of a little disappointed that he didn't like this? Like, she's obviously like, you know, she's a movie actor and stuff. And that's cool. But like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't, I wanted him to like, he, I wanted Hillary Clinton. I wanted somebody big, you know? No, I like this. I like this for him. I am so, because how, like, just predictable is it at this point that, like, the next, like, bombshell is going to be dating Pete Davidson? It's, like, a boring cliche. This is, like, okay, you're a normal human. You're not just, like, some AI, like, PR (laughs) robot. Um. So, yeah, no, I like this for them. She seems cute. I still haven't watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I need to. I've seen Megan I like, I like twice now. Dude, isn't Megan so fun? Megan is so good. I saw it in theaters. It was worth seeing it in theaters because, like, it's an audience experience. Yes. And, like, everyone's like, cracking <laughs> up the entire when time. When she sings, when she sings the songs, it's hysterical. <laughs> good night, Katie. Um, my favorite line is, I've got a new primary user now. Me. Anyway, I saw it in theaters, and then I was with my parents this past week, and I rented it for $20 on Amazon just to watch with my parents again. You made your parents watch Megan? Yeah, they wanted to watch it. They were excited, and they loved it. Did Amy like it? Okay, that's what I would. Yes. By the way, that's the kind I want to have Amy on just to talk about Megan. Your mom would be uh, like a good five minute oh. movie review from your mom. You actually, I feel like she would be like an entertaining person to talk about like entertainment with because she's super into yes. like sci fi, like the alien movies. She's watching that new Star Trek show that has like the the commercials everywhere. She loves like, alien. Yeah, Picard. Starring Zachary Quinto. She just like Wait. loves like alien outer space stuff. I, 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 I love it too. It's really, but you know what I saw, which was alien outer space, but like not was tar with Kate Blanchett. Um, that's on streaming on Peacock right now. And Kate Blanchett got nominated for best actress. It's a really intense movie. I think most people will absolutely hate, but I kind of dug it. Did you watch it yet? No, I need to watch it. I really want to watch it. That's like another one that's on my list. And I saw Dear People on Friday, and I also watched Shotgun Wedding, and that is a weird one-two punch. Dear People's with Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy on Netflix, and Shotgun Wedding is on Prime. You People. Yeah, You People. Yeah, You People. What was I saying? I said Dear Dear People. 
Oh, <laughs> I was saying Dear Evan People. Um, yeah, no. I watched you people no, also. And I, it was so bad. It was so bad. And I, it was like I, see, when I so liked many. aspects of it. Like, the cast was so good. And I, I think I part of it is just, I, as a bigger guy, I just now, like, I, I just want to dress like Jonah Hill, you know? Like, I'm just, like, I really was just fascinated with his wardrobe the entire film. Like, I want to be able to afford Jonah Hill clothes. I never thought I would say that. Yeah. No, the cast was great, and it was, like, wasted. And there were just so many, like, just offensive stereotypes, I think. Um, well, it's like really heavy conversations and it's hard because they don't really do it delicately. So it asks a lot of that movie to do and they don't really, right, it doesn't fully but then succeed. Nothing, but nothing about like anti-Semitism is ever brought up. And the fact that yeah. we're like the Jewish family is supposed to act like a Louis Farrakhan supporter is just something they have to tolerate rather than something that actually yeah, yeah. is like threatened to them because if you don't know who Louis Farrakhan is, he's a virulent anti-Semite who calls Jews termites. Kanye, Kanye's a big Kanye's a big fan. Kanye's a big right. fan. Right. So it's like the fact that that was just like something that was just like it was just a blip. It's just something they have to tolerate moving forward. I'm like, no. <laughs> it it like was like that. a funny little scene with Eddie Murphy and he his koofy ends up on fire and it's but but you want to you want to talk about bad you got to watch this shotgun wedding. It has no, it, there's oh, no. Yeah, I, heard, I heard it was very silly. Will Jennifer Lopez ever make a movie that goes into the theaters again? Like she did this last year with Marry Me and people really love that. This was so, and like this Josh Duhamel, no offense to him. He's a really good looking dude, but Army Hammer was supposed to play this part. This is the movie that Army let, got let go of when all this shit broke a couple of years ago. He was supposed to yes. film this. Yes. Yes. Wait. So my mom actually watched it. I didn't watch it with her. And she said it was like very silly, but it's like that. It's, and it's I so went silly. on a rant. I went on a rant to her about how Jennifer Lopez, it's always the same, like, like rom-com. Yeah. Like marry me. Yeah. Like well, she I loves just, a good, she loves marriage. Like Usher loves to go to the club. She loves a movie about marriage. This lady's been married over 80 times on film and like, this has been the big theme of, it was Marry Me, Getting Married to Ben Affleck, and now Shock. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Oh, did you? Wait, so, sorry. Oh, yeah. You froze. You okay, froze for a, guys, she froze and it looked like Megan because she just smiled really big and then it froze on the smile. And I was like, holy shit, she's like a robot. I've got a new primary user now. <laughs> Me. <laughs> um, but... Wait. Yeah, shotgun wedding. Shotgun, shotgun wedding. wedding. Yeah. It's always the same like formula. I just I I don't know. I'm not interested no, it, really. But it, it got so ridiculous at the end. I started liking how and and Lenny Kravitz is in it, you guys. And you would think like Lenny Kravitz just pops up as a cameo. No, Lenny Kravitz is actually a big part of the film and I wasn't prepared for that. Like that was like super weird to me. I didn't know. I was like I kept thinking it was a joke and then he actually had some like really intense scenes and I was like, oh, that's weird. I just didn't expect it. Um, I've got some interesting. OK, so this weekend I watched the premiere of Summer House and Vanderpump Rules, uh, Sophie. Uh, I've seen the beginning. Oh, episodes. my God. Um, what? What? Where, yeah, when it, do I start getting screeners? Well. Uh, well, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and all that stuff. And I don't want to bum any, well, Vanderpump rules. I really liked the first episode and, uh, summer house is going to have a summer house is going to have a long season. It is, it starts rough and the new characters are, I just don't know how you get rid of Andrea and Luke and then have the new, like, I, I just wanted more episodes right away because I, there, the best part of it was Kyle does a bunch of solo scenes in the kitchen by himself again, and it's hysterical, but it's like Kyle is doing heavy lifting already in this first episode. Wait, tell me more about it. Like what else was rough well, about it? I don't know what I'm allowed. I see. I don't see like it sets up stuff for like the rest of the season should be amazing. But the whole thing is what we kind of see in the preview is like Lindsay and Carl are together, Amanda. So you have all of these couples kind of, and then it's mainly uh, uh girls. There's all new girls. They only bring in one new yeah. guy. He has, he has a, he has a big toothy smile, really nice guy, but like Carl's like sober and he's really like doing that amazing Carl stuff. Lindsay, you know, it's it, Lindsay's already rubbing the girls wrong and Kyle is kind of lost because he feels like he's losing his best friend, which he never thought he would feel. And it's really sad right off the jump. Like it's, there were like moments where I was like super bummed, but then, you know, there's so many good places it's going to go. And like a lot of the cast isn't even there in this episode. Um, so it's really, it's just really weird. It's really, really weird. Vanderbump rules by comparison is really funny and fun. And uh, Peter, it makes me laugh very much in the first episode. Peter makes a Peter Madrigal makes a big comeback. And uh, oh my god, uh, great! I, I, we love Peter. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll text. Yeah, I'm gonna text you something. Um, so uh, yeah, so I think that's gonna be amazing. It was just really like. I realized how much I've depended on like summer house and shows like that for my own happiness. And I just wasn't prepared to be sad after watching summer house last night. 
So just just prepare yourself, guys. I mean, it's completely worth watching. Just it just made me sad. So like, I'm so curious. I think. Yeah. I'll I'll tell. tell, Yeah, yeah. I want you to tell me like offline if you can't like share anything on the air. But I got weird vibes from like the trailer. I did. Yeah, dude. That's what you said when we were on two weeks ago, and like it is true. Like it, but but I will say there's a lot of stuff that they have set up where you were like, oh, this is gonna pay off big. Like this will be. But it's just not like they start where it's like summer is fun. Like you feel like everybody's like trudging into the summer. Like everybody is. And I truly, and it's weird. I had Kyle on this week and like we, it was mainly for the traders, which is on Peacock right now, but I threw in a couple of things and I threw like, are you and Carl? Okay. And like, it was kind of danced around. And then after watching this, I'm like, I wonder if they are okay. Like, I wonder there was just, it, it just like, there was something when I talked to him that I was like, Oh, something seems I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I really don't know what happens. Um, wait, but did you on rugged rugged season four, which you were talking about earlier, uh, ultimate girls trip season four, Brandy, you guys, Brandy got sent home. Well, Brandy got sent home and Caroline Mando got sent home, but Caroline got sent home. She let herself go. She was, uh, given the option and she decided to leave, but Brandy, there's so many rumors going around about this. So I want to be careful, uh, talking about it. But these only shoot for like nine days, I believe. So everybody else came home today. They just came home like a day and a half early. But Brandy being Brandy um, supposedly did something really crazy to uh, Caroline. But it was they didn't get into a physical fight. There wasn't like fist thrown from what I'm hearing. But Brandy, yeah. think about what she did on Girls Trip Season 2. Think about the tactics she used in that that upset people. What I'm hearing is she used another tactic like that. If it's a tactic or it's just her, I don't know. And Caroline just went crazy from what I understand, but I'm I'm not sure. She like gets in people's faces. She knows exactly what to say to like get under your skin and take it too far. And I can see women that have not been around that. And also like Caroline Manzo and Alex McCord, for instance, have been so out of the game for so long at this point. (laughs) Like you're putting yourself back in that, like the most toxic situation you could possibly put yourself in with this cast. Brandy wants a Brandy wants to earn a living. So like, like Caroline and Alex are going up against somebody like that is like, like in the, like somebody that's on steroids almost like she is trained to kill. Like Brandy wants to be back on Beverly Hills so bad and she's celebrated for her bad behavior. So I don't know, like these women walking in, like, I just don't think I'm shocked. Alex was still there. Alex made it through the whole time, but like, yeah, like Caroline was just like, I don't need this shit. There was rumors that Brandy threw out the name, Dina, Caroline's sister. Uh, Brandy pays attention to housewives. She's like a Tamara in that way where she pays attention to everything. So I don't know, like, do you have, where do you fall on that? Like with housewives in the future, you have all of these women wanting to get back on the show that they do. Like Kelly Dodd says the gnarliest shit out there, but like Uh, it, it takes away from actually getting to know any of these women sometimes. Like I like, I, I like Brandy sometimes, but then sometimes I'm like, dude, it's too, I can only take her in doses. Yeah, I I do like Brandy. I think that there is such a thin line between like you are trying to put on a show because this is your job. You're getting paid to entertain viewers versus like being so thirsty and, and producing like we were talking about with Heather, for instance, 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do enjoy watching Brandy. I think that Tamara will be an interesting litmus test for this because she was someone that was like we talked about at the end of her reign on OC. She was like so overly produced and so not fun to watch yeah. anymore. And yeah. All like during the off season. I'm still in sports mode, you guys. I'm just sporty. <laughs> during the off season, like when she when she like wasn't on Housewives for a couple of years, she made it her mission to get back on Housewives with the podcast to twats in a pod. What do you call it? No, it, it's tw- it's called twats. I mean, the, the official title is two T's in the pod, but it's twats. Two twats in a pod. I like yeah. that better. So two, <laughs> two twats, twats in a pod. Like, I think Tamara will be an interesting litmus test because she could be so like desperate seeming and very like producer role, which we don't want to see. Or she could just be genuinely naturally entertaining. I don't know. Well, if so that it's, sense, it's, 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 it's Rinna. It's Rinna as well. Rinna did the same thing. Yes, it's like these exactly. ladies get to a point where they're so celebrated for being maniacs that they don't know how to really actually be real anymore. Like you have to like show a little bit of realness to actually earn being insane. If that makes sense on these shows. And I feel like these people watch these shows now too much. And I'm talking about the cast members where they don't come up with original things. They're literally using it like a game, like survivor where they're going to be like, I'm going to bring up your family or I'm going to try to hit on you and get you upset i'm gonna try like they try to do things that will needle the other person to get a reaction and so then it's not fun i don't think any of these older ladies that not older ladies but ladies that are og that have not been back in a long time like caroline i don't think there's any reason for them to really truly come back unless they're really down on their luck because why do this to yourself and your family right right oh i don't know it's it's yeah um, what did you think? I didn't get to ask you and I didn't, I didn't check your Twitter that day, uh, or I should have, but like, what did you think about the lion's head on Kylie and the, the, cause I've heard so many different opinions about these shows and one was like, oh, that's disgusting. And one was look at the beautiful detail work. It wasn't a real lion. She was wearing as a brooch on her dress. But it was funny because there was the one video of Kylie watching the other lady with the same lion's head. Irina Shake, did you see that video where Kylie was like, oh, I didn't realize there'd be another person with the exact same lion head on her. Well, it, it was on the runway. It was on the runway. Yes, right? it was on, yeah. 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 Um, Irina Shake came down with the same lion head and Kylie was like, what? At first. OK, so like I, I knew right away it looked so realistic, but I knew right away it wasn't real. That it was just yeah. like a very, very detailed replica of a lion's head. So it's like no lion was harmed. But I think right away I was like, it's kind of weird because you're like glorifying like a dead animal's head. Like that's kind of weird. And then like a lot of people were like, well, actually, it's really showing yeah. that you don't need to kill animals to get these these heads if you're into that kind yeah. of thing. Because look, they didn't even have to kill a lion to get yes. this. This exact detailed. I remember back in the old day, back in the old days, if I wanted to wear a lion's head, I had to get one. I had to go poach an animal. I had to go do it the hard way. Now yourself. Yeah, Yeah, they're like Uh, who? Because because at first I had that thought where I was like, you're just gonna like influence people to like poach, and people are like, who is Kylie Jenner influencing 
to go poaching in the African Sahara. <laughs> that, that's wait, that's the new that's the new tart influencer trip is like come poach with us. <laughs> like you see all your favorite TikTokers animal hunt. Like by the way, I'm that's not I'm joking, obviously, you guys, but um wait, we're joking, but like that actually is hilarious to think about. I mean, that's a movie right there. They get lost in the jungle trying to poach, and then they end up having to really fight. It's like a yellow jackets then. They have to like fight for their lives. It's like the hashtag is like poaching with tart. <laughs> Tarochin. <laughs> Patar, that's a great, that's a really great idea. We actually might've just come up with like a movie oh. idea. Oh um, my God. Uh, speaking of, no, well, actually also the other thing that I thought was funny was, and I made a meme of this of like how many times Co- Kylie grabs her boobs in her, like it's one of her signature like poses, like grabbing her boobs. And then she like had, like now she's smoking you guys and she had a, like a cigarette and touching her boobs. And I love that. Like, what is Kylie? Like 24, 25. Like, I love that Kylie's going through a smoking cigarettes phase. Like, it's just funny. Like we all go through these phases in our lives. It's just that like Hers is so public when she does even like the littlest things. And I'm like, oh, that's cute, Kylie. And it's cigarettes not cute, but it's cute that she's going through a cigarette phase. I don't like that cigarettes are are suddenly making a comeback personally. Not loving that. Not loving that. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't mean like let's all smoke, but I just think it's funny that I know like, as I like, just think in general, I feel like all of a sudden smoking cigarettes is like trendy again. When did that yeah, cause, happen? Cause everybody's, everybody's sick of uh, the vaping. So now they're, it's like, it's like everybody going back to vinyl. Like everybody's going back to the original way to listen to music with vinyl. And I think right, the same thing right. with potentially vaping. Uh, what did you think of this Doja cat? This Doja cat really loves to put on the costumes. Oh, I've been loving it. I saw someone kind of compare her to like 2010s Lady Gaga, which is, yeah, you know, yeah, totally, I feel like that's totally. a fair comparison. We need someone who takes those fashion risks and puts on a show, and I love it. I'm into it. But didn't the red, the red, like Shvarovsky? How do you say it? Shvarovsky, Shvarovsky. How do you say the Shvarovsky crystal? Swarovski? Like it was like ten thousand crystals, and she was like painted red. Doesn't right. I mean, show your dude this? Like show your dude and go. Like just ask him. Like does this scare the crap out of you? Because it scared the crap out of me. Like I keep thinking about her red bald with the crystals all over. But she's not, but she's not doing it for straight men. She's doing it for like, wait, the fashion. wait, what? Wait, what are you talking about? She's not doing it. And also the other one she had, like she dresses the dude with the little pencil thin mustache. Yeah. And- yeah. But had it, she was using um, falsies, like fake eyelashes for like her mustache. It was so funny. <laughs> it was like funny. She's not like, She's not catering to the male gaze. That's that's no. feminism. Emily no, okay, Radikowski, you know what? That's, Emily that's a great point. She would never. She would never. Wait, wait, wait. Emily Ratajkowski wasn't. She's like dating Eric Andre. They went on like another date. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm. I'm into that. I like that for her. But yeah, no. Emily Ratajkowski is just an example. I use as someone who. Talks a big game, but at the same time is constantly pandering to the male gaze. Constantly. Oh, dude, she's made the majority, like, 
like the Daily Mail, there's been so many, like, I just, it's like every day it's a different bikini with Emily Rodzikowski, even from the beginning. Like I knew about her. We all like started knowing about her because of the Blurred Lines video, Robin Thicke. And then ever then I remember she was like weekly in the Daily Mail in a new bikini. And I'm sure it's like her playing like, you know, Rocket Man by Elton John. It's one of her greatest hits. But at a certain point, I just think we get like, okay, it's another bikini. Like I become totally desensitized to it. Yeah. Well, okay. So to be fair, she has a bikini line, like a company, a brand. What's it called? Bikinis. Inamorata. Inamorata is her <laughs> brand. I haven't bought anything from it. I have thought that it's like really cute, but it's like overpriced a little bit for like a little string bikini. I'm like, I don't need to spend like, you know, a hundred fifty dollars yeah. on a bikini. But okay, so there's that just getting that out of the way. It's like, she's always wearing a bikini. She also is trying to sell them. So like, that's fine. She apparently on her, like one of her most recent podcast episodes, I haven't listened to it, but I was like reading about it online. And apparently she like, is talking about the paparazzi, how the paparazzi are always like following her and chasing her. And like the daily mail stories. I'm like, Emily, how do so many, how does Beyonce go under the radar? Like you never are like seeing Daily Mail stories of Beyonce. You're never like seeing the paparazzi shots yes. of Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z on, on dates, on date nights. You you see it how like come? occasionally from other people of like, yo, Beyonce and Jay-Z were at this restaurant I was just at. They yes. just walked in. Yeah. Yes, but not the professional paparazzi yeah. shots with the whole feature in the Daily Mail. Hmm. We're on to you. We're on to you, Emily. She, Emma yeah, Rada. yeah. She's the the Bronwyn Wyndham Burke of uh, of supermodels. I'm joking. Um, uh, also, <laughs> just really, as we True. as we start winding down, this is already going way too quick. I was thinking about this, and I don't want to get into the Kardashians, but I do want to bring up. You just mentioned Beyonce, and I was thinking about the Dubai concert she got paid twenty four million dollars for, and Blue Ivy even came out for one of the songs. Now, I'm not going to talk about really like if she should have done it because of the LGBTQ uh, policies that Dubai have in place that really are completely unfair, and they need to abolish those. But what I do want to say is that interesting, and I'm just thinking about Blue Ivy is that. You know how North does so many TikToks? Like, it's her thing. Like, she loves mm-hmm. doing it. Like, her and her mom does it with her. Kim and North do TikToks. I, you just have a feeling Beyonce would, like, fucking freak out if Blue Ivy ever picked up TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you compare right. the two, and I'm not saying one's worse than the other. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's very reminiscent of how, think about how they got their fame to begin with. Beyonce got her fame by really working, like working at the craft of singing, dancing, all of that stuff. Kim worked the craft of celebrity. She worked so like North is already so visible to the eye in terms of pop culture, whereas Blue Ivy is so restrained, but her mom is also restrained. Her mom does like secret album releases. Her mom, like you said, isn't calling Backrid to do photo shoots at a restaurant. And I just think it's interesting even looking at their kids. And like I said, I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's just interesting that their moms represent who I think their kids are also taking notes from. And if you see Blue Ivy and North, Mm -hmm. it's very different in the way they walk through entertainment so far, which I know is insane to say because they're kids, but they both obviously want to be a part of pop culture or they seem to be like Blue Ivy wants to be up on stage to a degree. And and North loves TikTok and wants to be a part of pop culture. How 
old is North now? I guess she turns she turns 10 this year, right? Yeah, yeah, 10, yeah. She's nine going on 10. That still is crazy to me. I mean, I, I assume she shares the account with her mom, with Kim. Yeah, her mom approves everything that she, you know, posts and all that stuff, but she still lets her post it. It's it's still like it's sad. It's weird. She's only it's, know, yeah. She's only it's just nine something I years keep old. Thinking about. Don't, I keep you don't need to be I on keep, social media this this early in life. Please do yourself a favor. I that's why I totally understand. I support a a blue ivy not being on social media until she's like eighteen. But I like, like the blue ivy. Like this is so sad. I like that blue ivy picks her moments. Like she's like Dubai concert. Sure, I'll do a song with mom. Like I like that. Like she's very or her parents are very picky for her. I like I like the fact that Jay Z. I don't know. It's just something that I was trying to like think of the two because they're very reminiscent in like terms of popularity. Um, but it's just very different in how they got there, Kim and Beyonce. And if you look down at other generations of both of these families, it'll be really interesting to see both of them grow up. I think it's going to be fascinating and hopefully not as scary as I think it possibly could. Oh, we'll see. Oh, we'll see. Sophie, huge, huge news for you, for all of us. March 24th and March 26th, mark it down in your calendars. We have Yellow Jacket Season 2 premiering March 24th on Showtime and March 26th, Succession Season 4. So they both drop that same weekend. You were like, and then we'll have those shows for the next two months. And I am so, so excited. Did you watch the Succession uh, preview this week? I'm so excited. I watched the preview like four times in a row because it was so funny. Yeah, I'm it's like, so it makes excited. me happy. It just... I'm I so love... ready for succession. Yeah, no, I'm so, so mark your calendars, guys. I think that's going to be amazing. Um, what are you working on uh, for the uh, the Substack this week? You're going to talk about the, the joys and heartbreaks of being a fan? Oh my God. I actually have such an ADHD Substack that I'm in the middle of writing and I'm writing about 25 different things. Um, so you're going to have to see, let me actually um, open the doc. That I am working oh, in right Han- now. Hannah, the Hannah Ann Sluss, Hannah Ann Sluss from The Bachelor got engaged this week. Yes, she did get engaged. Okay, so Alec Baldwin officially charged with um Rust. with involuntary manslaughter for the Rust shooting. And I read a really interesting New York Times article about the fact that he completely fucked himself, even though he is he, guilty. He is guilty. It's clear that he did something wrong. He pulled the trigger involuntary manslaughter. He did not have to talk to the police without a lawyer present. He talked to the police. He probably thought, I'm a celebrity. Like, there's not actually going to be consequences. He talked to the police for hours without a lawyer present. Um, And that article, is a New York Times article, was super interesting. It's like, never, ever, it doesn't matter if you're guilty or innocent or thought you did nothing wrong or just want to help. Never talk to the police without a lawyer. Even the Idaho killer, even the Idaho killer was like, you know what? I'm going to stop talking to you right now. Like, you know, like even he was like, I'm not going to talk to you guys any further after the first question. Right. Like, it's just, I imagine that he was probably like, oh, it's not. I mean, I was just handed the gun. I just want to help out. I don't know. I'm not, I don't pretend to know what's going on in Alec Baldwin's chaotic mind. But like, just never talk to the police, even if you're trying to help. And also that video of Hilaria, she was like, still, still to this day. So, as the so like, 
it's it, but it's 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 gained strength. Like it's it's like a fire. Like it just it's gotten stronger than I I gave up on the Ilaria stuff like a year ago, and now I didn't. I thought it had gone away, but it came back with a vengeance. And you know what? I, I think you actually because you get into a lot of discourse and discussions with actual people. Like I posted that video and now on Instagram it has 1.3 million views on the Ilaria video I posted everybody's posted it but like this one got 1.3 million and you know what's really disheartening is like I even say in this I'm not talking about kids being followed by paparazzi she is right they should not do that what I'm talking about is the accent how strong it is and I thought and people don't ever but then it's like I'm still to this day every day I'm getting at least 100 100 hate comments towards Ilaria and a hundred hate comments towards people that hate Ilaria. And like, these people are just fighting and going at it in the comments. And I'm like, I don't even like, I don't even interact anymore, but every, like, I'm just like, Holy fuck. Like, I don't, it's, it's cause no, none of it's like smart discourse. None of it's like, it's just really base. Like, Oh, I fucking hate her. Send her back to Spain or I fucking. And it's, 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 it's really, it gets sad on a whole nother level than the accent itself. Does it sense? Right. Right. Yes. It definitely makes sense. All of it is just bizarre. And it's more bizarre when you think about the fact that they have 70 children and a newborn, just like, at, I, forgot, it I forgot it was 70. I forgot it was 70. So the one that was just born is Ilaria with an I, Ilaria, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. And she's we not pregnant again yet. Like, yet i mean she, let's see what happens to Allie. okay 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 but yeah so yeah um did you would you ever like she was doing these messages on her shirt like it said empathy and like these words is there a word that you would put on a shirt that would like i wish i could walk around new york with this and it would explain who i am as a person or what i want people to be to me <laughs> I just think I just figured you would have an answer for this where you would be like, I would write girl boss on my sweatshirt or I would write like, is there like, is there a word and how many words is Ilaria going to keep having printed on sweatshirts? I, the fact that she has the audacity to wear a sweatshirt that says empathy. She was wearing another one. What was the other one that she was wearing? I don't know, but either way, either way, you're husband is literally getting charged for killing someone how do you think that family feels like I mean, what about empathy well that, for them but do you think alec because it was a week ago that she posted this it was like a week ago friday that this happened um and so like 10 days have passed and she's kind of chilled out this week and do you think alec was like yo you're not helping shit like yo yo like was like do you think he told her in spanish of like please chill out Iloria. like this is not helping my case right now people are like actually more upset about the accent than what i did potentially she went quiet so hopefully she's kind of paying attention that it might not be the smartest to be like giving statements to anybody i wonder that every day like what were those conversations like those early days of alec finding yeah. out that <laughs> Ilaria isn't from spain like yeah. what were those, like does he just like still let her like yes he does he lets her at he lets her like be spanish he just lets her do that he's like he's like 
if I would all of a sudden decided I was Megan, the Android robot, like, and then I found somebody that was willing to let me be like, you know, if you ever watched those, my strange addictions on like, like, yeah. TN, like they have this horrible show, like somebody ate a couch cushion. Like they, like mine would be like, hers is like lying to the public about Spain and he just accepted it. But there was a time where he must not have known because he was going on talk shows and he was like, and he was doing his wife's like humongous accents. And then if you watch those old clips from her, it really is worth watching because she was going on things like teaching people how to flamenco dance and like it, it's like it's a huge huge thing like that's why people don't realize like, it's fascinating how somebody would do this for so long and not be called out on it i know it's hilarious it's wild my uh, my I hope family she doesn't get sent back to my <laughs> oh, my oh family, shit. i'm sorry my family lives in mallorca <laughs> Wait, by the way, you guys are like, also people are so misinformed. They're like, well, she grew up in Spain. I'm like, she did not grow up in Spain. She went she to vacation in Spain. In she Spain was, she was never enrolled in school in Spain. You guys, her parents did vacation in Spain and her parents do. They're in Mallorca right now, but they did not grow up in Spain. Like, it's like, I went to Hawaii once. I don't think I'm like from like uh, the elders are not like, it's, I'm not Jen Shaw, like, the elders in Hawaii, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, but. Finally, so to close this out, we just got word today. Page six says the Roni legacy reboot with all like Dorinda and Luann is not going to happen now. It is becoming too uh, costly in terms of what the ladies want. I personally think like everybody's already going that this is gospel. Guys, we got to quit this shit. Like page six, like they, you know, corporations will put these things in there just so they can use it as a bargaining tactic and freak these ladies out potentially. Like, I think Roni legacy is going to completely happen. Do you read this stuff and kind of laugh too? Or are you like, holy shit? No, I genuinely was like, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen. I, I mean, like, I just don't think it, I, I don't think that the, what the women, the original women have turned into in terms of like what they want out of a contract like is it is it worth it is it worth it for well, bravo to fork over like the millions that they're probably demanding i believe see, it this is, maybe i'm but gullible. see this maybe no I'm this gullible. is why but i believe that bravo is putting this out there so it'll put them on their heels so by the time they do agree to filming it's going to be at a less price and their egos are going to take a hit and it's going to be funny because it's going to be all these ladies kind of like wanting to be good again and i think that's fascinating from a different angle i just think these ladies are too popular to not have them come back but i think bravo will not pay a certain price so i think they're going to meet somewhere in the middle i just think this is a, a tactic used in negotiation to freak the other side out i think this will definitely happen you're and probably right money involved yeah um, you're probably Sof right sophie when's so true coming back for the third season tbd you guys tbd Fuck! are you kidding i know me? i'm sorry i'm oh. sorry i've been so i i started my new job a couple months ago i've been like getting settled super super busy but stay tuned, you is guys. Is it going good? You'll be is the, it going good? You'll be the first note. Yeah, it's going great. But yeah, I've just your old your old company is floundering without you. They, I saw some I copy know. the other day. I was like, this isn't Sophie copy. Are you kidding me? I um, know. I know they're really struggling. But no, I'm I'm kidding, obviously. But yeah, you guys will be the first to know. Um, sorry if I was like a little down. No, this episode. Th you were um, no, guys. This I expected. I expected her to be way more down. So this actually, I feel like my voice is surprising. Has been very, like, like, 
it's been very like shaky. I feel like I'm like on the verge of tears. Like as soon as we hang up, I'm oh, gonna like burst okay, okay. tears. Okay, okay. So we're gonna go. You guys have a great week. Uh, we'll be doing episodes all week, and I will talk to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, bye. Bye, guys. Bangle. Betches.